Hi, this is Christopher Lewis, and welcome to Dating Intelligence, the podcast where we give relationship advice from dating to marriage and everything else in between, and always with the goal of helping you to continuously be the best you at all times. So if you're looking for real, honest information to help you navigate your relationships, we've got you covered. We've got you covered. What's up, Snow Bunny? How are you doing today? Ah. <sighs> Good. I'm loving your you? hat. This one, it's like, oh, beep, beep, beep. You know what? I was in Savannah, Georgia, mm-hmm. freezing my tits off. It was so freaking cold. I was not ready for it. I was so excited to come back home to warmer weather. And Did you bring warm enough clothes? No, but okay. they said it was going to be warm, but yeah. their warm is different than our That's warm. That's true. So I couldn't wait to get back to Vegas, and I come back, and it's freaking freezing. <laughs> Cold, windy, and rainy. I was not happy. You brought the bad weather and the storm. It's no different happy. than Los Angeles. Same thing. It's already raining yesterday, today, and I'm sure it just, it's just hitting all of California right I'm now. not ready so. for winter. I, I'm not ready for it. I figured it'd be at least 70 degrees here today, but when I got off the plane, they were like, oh, it's going to be a high of 50-something. It's like, wait, I might as well go back to L.A. for that shit. Yeah. So. I feel like you guys are always like a little bit warmer than us. I didn't know that. I always thought that this would be because it's always hot here all the time so there was only one other place here that i feel like is a little warmer Mm -hmm. than us and it's arizona yeah good one florida what about florida though oh you're right florida Mm -hmm. every time i'm there like in december it's so warm and humid and i love it right that's where all the vacation people go (laughs) (laughs) do you want to touch my ball i do i do like i'm just (laughs) it's one little bell on that thing and stuff all right, guys, we're at Sticky Paw Studio today. Welcome to another episode. We have an amazing guest. We're just going to drop in here because I want a lot to talk about this one. So our guest today was recently featured on the Amazon hit show Cosmic Love, where she played the part in order to find her perfect astro- astrological match. This actor, fitness model entrepreneur, has taken the scene by storm with her amazing good looks and even bigger heart. With her fitness brand and blog, Flexing Phoebes, her mission is to help women all over the world become their best selves by teaching them how to flex their minds, their body, and their soul. And the best way to show that is to lead by example in which this stunning beauty has done lately by creating waves wherever she goes. Please welcome Phoebe Davis to the show. Hello. Hi, honey. How are you? I'm good. Thank you so much for having me. Yes. (laughs) You ever notice like the hottest girls literally come in in like sweatshirts and And they still just look hot? (laughs) Yes. Yeah, totally. No, literally I was looking at the Instagram of the podcast last night. I was like, what am I going to wear? <laughs> and literally I was like, do I dress up? And I was almost wore a beanie because I saw that you wore beanies. So I was like, I can be chill. It'll be yeah. fine. You're totally so, chill. This is home plus I hopped us. on a plane early this morning. So I was like, yeah, right. So I got, I got out of, out of bed too early to come this way. And so. she had a blanket. I always travel I with literally a blanket. Still have it. <laughs> <laughs> under the table. I love it. Oh like the God. same way you are with being cold. I'm always freezing. And I also am from Arizona. So I'm like, so we're, I think we're just wired different. Well, your body doesn't acclimate no, sure. when it's not used yeah. to cold temperatures. And no. Then when it hits, it's like, holy shit, it's cold. I hate it. Yeah. And then on planes, I travel with hand warmers. Oh, you do? And I, yeah, I have a few. I have, like tuck one in the front of my pants. I have one like on my arm. And then I forget one's like tucked in my pants and I'll be walking. <laughs> and and like, my friend's like, is that a pad sticking out of your feet? I'm like, no, it's my hand warmer. Like, like who oh, would know? Nice. I like so, that. Yeah. But yeah, like hand warmers, they come in clutch for sure. I need to start carrying those around all the yeah, time. Yeah, that's actually really that. smart for traveling. Because for me, it's always that weird period between like your shin and your shoe. Yeah. You know, where Why it's like if I'm wearing like freeze? leggings. Yeah. And then my like my whole like calf is frozen and then my toes so are frozen. weird. Ugh. I wonder if it's cause we're flying over like the cold areas. So it's like the feet well, are always like it's just, freezing. It's just cold in planes anyway. Right. Yeah. Especially with like the air conditioner is always like, yeah. Like, blasting or on the you person probably. like 
on the other side, I want to be like, can you move your freaking ear? Because it's hitting me right in the face. Uh-huh. Right. <laughs> well, that, yeah. Whoever... It's our world and you're living in it. <laughs> yeah, okay. It's like the person asshole. who ever controls the window seat. You know what? They get the shade and everything. It's and like I'm when the sun's to like sleep, full. And yeah. then it's like, the, I want to be like, excuse me. Can you lower your shade? <laughs> oh, my the God. The sun is in my eye. Well, I enjoyed my plane ride. It was completely empty. I think there's probably like 20 of us on the plane today, which oh, I almost missed nice. again, by the way, because um, I sat the in the wrong, wrong area. Once again, I'm like, get there early. I'm sitting at the terminal. And all of a sudden, it's like, we hear Christopher Lewis. Chris, like, I felt like paging Mr. Herman, like that Pete Herman movie. <laughs> I was like, all of a sudden, I go, what? And I go, shit. So I run to the front. And I go, excuse me. I go, you guys called me. And she goes, we didn't call your name. She goes, you're fine. I go, she goes, why are you going to Fort Lauderdale? I go, no, I'm going to Vegas. She goes, oh, you're at the wrong terminal. You need to go over here. And I was like, so I'm sprinting down, like, just like, th- like throwing people out of the way, pushing away. And I get to this guy just in there just smiling at me. And I go, you fucking should have let me know this early. And when you guys, I hate when you do this. He goes, sorry, sir. And I click and I run in there. And I'm like, sitting in my chair going, <sighs> thinking like I'm going to miss another flight again. Yeah. Which I've done but that. But you're the only one on the plane. Well, right, <laughs> yeah. exactly. Me and it's like you are our only passenger. they leave early. Southwest will leave early if it's like a, there's not a lot of people on the flight. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, how do you just decide to like take off early? <laughs> But they do. They're like, oh, we're going to be pushing back a few minutes early. Mm -hmm. So they won't be late. Pushing forward. Yeah. Yeah. I'm like, this is 15 minutes. And then when you land, though, now you're sitting on the tarmac. Oh, we've got to sit on the tarmac for 20 minutes because we're early. Yeah, we don't know what's that about. So So, anyways. Hi, Phoebe. (laughs) How are you? How you doing? So I have to say, (laughs) you are like my new favorite, by the way. I met this girl after we talked on Instagram or like that. And I'm like, can you do our show? She's like, I'd love to do the show. I'm like, sold. Yeah. And then we went to this event for for Halloween. Uh I was like, are you going? She goes, Oh, I'm supposed to go on this event for uh, Barry, uh, Barry Bly yeah. stuff, right? Which I love was him. pretty amazing, the Halloween event. So she goes, No, I'm going to that. So I ended up calling that day and say, Hey, look, my girlfriend's not going. What are you guys up to? She goes, Come on over and meet my friend Mallory. So I went, to, well, never met this girl my entire life. Went to her friend's house. And I, we <laughs> had like, come to our house. <laughs> yeah, I know. I was like, I go, Thanks, guys. I go, I promise I'm like the best guy ever. And like, Yeah, we trust you, Chris. Da, da, da. So I get over there and like, we had the best time. Yeah, like, that where you like, dressed up as the Riddler? I did. And Travis has, I actually have oh. us on the carpet. So there's me oh, with uh, Monique, ah. one of our past guests. She dressed up as, um, well, who is that? Harley um, Quinn. Yeah, thank you very much, Harley Quinn. I was the Riddler. Oh, you want a video? And there's yeah, our video. Thanks, Red Carpet oh. Walk. Yeah. Oh. So so there's Mallory. Uh, would you like to say anything? Happy yeah. Halloween. Okay, so I didn't know that you guys knew each other then before this. Cheers to 2023. Do you know her? Get out of her seat. What's good, Travis? Thank you. You guys went together. Yeah, so we literally met like we met like an hour before that. Right, we met an hour before that. Like I literally went to Mallory's house. We shared an Uber there. I brought tequila over and we did some shots and we did an Uber and then we were just all night. Boom, we were in it. So, nice. yeah. And, and then I was like, like, I heard it was a good event. It was a good event. Yeah. yeah and then at one fun. moment you were like, I want to go. And I go, I'm ready to leave too. And I end up going, she goes, I'm going to stay for a while longer, which I'm like, okay, great. I'm out of here. So, but I oh. stayed till probably midnight. I stayed for a good while. Okay. I know it's a little bit longer than yeah. we've discussed all the what time. What time did you show up? Well, we got there outside about 10. 9.30.10. Yeah, it was, yeah, yeah like 9.45-ish. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. So good enough time, but there was a little bit of a line for the carpet, but we got through and then we were inside and like I said, it was it was, it was was jamming on the inside. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, um, I feel like his events are always like... I had a lot of fun, good. actually. And, and it's Halloween. I mean, it's one thing about Halloween that I love. I'm, I don't know if you probably say the same thing or not, but everybody, because you're dressed up, everybody's happy to talk. Yeah. You know, it's like, you're, it's like, you can talk to anybody at any given time because mm-hmm. they're dressed up or whatever it is. And people just shine on that night. There's no introverts at all in this situation. So if you're dressed up and you're out, you better be prepared to be talking to people. Oh, for sure. It's like the ultimate, like everyone's wearing an icebreaker. So you can right. like come up and talk to anybody. Exactly. Yeah. Were there a lot yeah. of guys at this party? 
There, I mean, yeah, right. that, that was that was part of the reason why I came up to you at one point and was like, I want to go because there's this one dude who would not leave me alone. And I was just like, oh, she was like, she goes, she goes thank you for being such a good wingman and help. I go, that's what I do. You know, it's just like, yeah. I just want to hang yeah, out in the hotties him. and just, I just, that's what I do. I just yeah, want to just be there for when you need me. Yeah. Thank so, you. You're very well. Many oh, thanks. Thank you very Aww, much. Yeah. I do it for you too, honey. Yeah. Anytime you did. You did at the, the Forbes party. Oh, that's right. When I, I was upstairs <laughs> three levels up, she goes, Text me, goes, I need help. And so I'm like talking to this girl. I go, excuse me, gotta go. Yeah. <laughs> go down on like look for her. and I just like jump in front of me, go, hey, you need something. Oh, hi. And I go, we gotta go. <laughs> so she goes, sorry, Time spitter. Sorry, spitter man. It's like those guys that try and come up and talk to you, and you're like, you're in my face. Yes. And then I'm like, I can hear you. Like you don't have to come closer. Right. Mm. And then he spits when he talks. No, and I'm like, literally I'm the worst. Yeah, complete close talker on this. It's one, crazy so. to me how some guys just don't have those normal social cues and just cannot pick up on the energy like right right or just especially when they're like this in your face it's one thing when you're trying to hear someone in a busy situation you turn your head to the side to listen and then you back off right you know and me being tall i have to do that a lot so when i'm talking to someone because i'll go oh what was that and i'll put my head close to him and then i'll back off space wise but i'm never like standing here like what talking into your mouth (laughs) yeah (laughs) exactly (laughs) like your face is too close to mine buddy back up yeah (laughs) back up (laughs) i've learned from the best in these situations right there so all right phoebe so everything's good with you yeah everything is good okay your cruise is shooting off now i mean so let's talk about your show with cosmic love being an astrological like matchmaking show how was that for you um, it was a very interesting experience to say the least. Mm-hmm. Um, I got to be a lead on the show. So I was the fire element cause I am a Leo and I hear we're all Leos in the house. Yes. <laughs> um, so it was really, really exciting going into it. I actually didn't find out that I was a fire element or was an element until literally the, the night before we started filming. Wow. So like I, I had got cast obviously and we filmed it in Malibu. And I was in the hotel. We had to do like a quarantine period. And like the all of the executive producers called me into this room. And it was literally the day before. And they're like, so we have something to tell you. I literally bawled my eyes out in front of like all of the main people <laughs> from like Amazon executives and all the main producers of the show. And was just so, so grateful. So full of hope. <laughs> <laughs> wah, wah. <laughs> um, but yeah, it was it was a really cool experience. Obviously, I've ne- I'd never done reality TV before, so like being in that environment was very different. Um, we don't have cell phones, no laptops, like no- nothing electronic. We didn't even know like what time it was ever. Wow. How many um, days recording, by the way, total for the whole series? Um, it was about five weeks. Okay. Oh wow. Okay. Yeah. So when you come back to your room at night, no social media no, no phones? nothing yeah so we just like handed it all over to the production team before we even walked into the house okay um and everyone i think you had mentioned um but let her us know like um and by the way guys we're talking to phoebe davis she was on the show cosmic love is an amazon prime show that just came out with people that we had on our show uh, yes. talia dude and her sister ophira were the, actually the matchmakers for the show so mm-hmm. um shout out to talia and her sister yes but, i love my astro twins <laughs> but you said that um how many houses there were two houses or one house for everyone to Okay, so I'll, I'll set the scene. Yes. So it was one big, it's called the Cosmic Compound. So it was this big mansion in Malibu, and everyone lived in the same house. The four elements, we each got our own room. And so the elements basically represent the zodiac. Which so, let them know what that was. Who were the elements, by the way? There was fire. Yeah, and... there was fire, earth, water, and air. Mm-hmm. 
Um, and so I was the fire element. So the four elements got their own rooms and bathrooms. All the single girls got one big room and they were living like bunk bed style. So like all the girls, single girls were in one room and all the single guys shared. I think there were two dude rooms, but like they were doing bunk beds. Okay. So the most frustrating thing about the show is that the single guys and the single girls are matched astrologically to myself and the other three elements as like our perfect match. Like they're essentially there to be matched with us for us to date them and explore uh, like our, I mean, it sounds really freaking selfish talking about like this, but that's true. It's the premise of the show. Yeah, it's right. like kind of like bachelorette type of scenario. So I'm going into it thinking like, oh my gosh, I'm going to find the love of my life. Like, and I love astrology. I didn't know too much about it going into it. Obviously I'm a Leo, so we know a lot about ourselves, but <laughs> here, um, here. Yeah. <laughs> But I went into it very open-minded. The way that the house was set up, basically all, all the single guys and the single girls spent a lot of time together. Mm -hmm. So they all had plenty of opportunity to create their own side relationships, basically. And it felt, not only did it feel, this is, is what happened, like throughout the course of the show, the guys that were there matched for me didn't take it seriously. They had side relationships okay. and it was really frustrating for me because I'm really digging down deep to like put aside my normal type and really just like give the, uh, the astrology factor a fair shot and not write people off and connect on these different levels that I ha normally wouldn't put at the forefront when I'm meeting somebody. You right, know what I mean? Right. And I just continuously was getting all of these roadblocks because my matches didn't really give a shit. They weren't taking me seriously. And mm. I'm finding out all of these rumors that like my matches are hooking up with this person and this person. I'm finding that out from other cast members, but like way later, yeah, way later in the show. So like by that point, when I had found out that this person and this person were fucking, I didn't know at all throughout the show. So the way it was edited made it seem like I looked dumb and was like, I'm going to keep this person. Cause I had like, we had the power to like send people home and rewatching it after like the way they cut it, it made it seem like, wow, I kept them there knowing, knowing that, he, that, he that he was sleeping was, with her. Oh, right. Which of course, are you kidding me? No, why would yeah. I waste my time with that? Absolutely yeah. not. So like, I don't know. It's just, I am a little, <laughs> was it really hard for you to watch? It, it was a little bit like, I'm not going to lie, a little bit traumatic. Yeah. Just like reliving it because mm -hmm. the other thing too is we filmed that literally a year ago from right now and it came out this last August. This is the first time I've talked about the show, you guys. So okay. I'm like... Well, thank you for sharing. No, yeah. no, I love it. Mm -hmm. Like it's been, it's been a few months it's a, since it has come out and I feel like I've been able to kind of reprocess it. Yeah. Um, And I'm past the point of being like pissed i'm just like you know what this is this is what it was this was my experience i lived it of course the way things are cut and edited it's going to alter the way the rest of the world sees it but like this is my truth this is what happened to me um and yeah i don't know it okay. is what it is but right yeah, are you able to look back, even though it was like a year ago, and identify areas where you feel you can be better, or like 
things that you're like, shit, I should have picked up on that or my intuition knew? Honestly, like, I think, I mean, I, I don't know. It, it's so hard to put myself back in that position because it's, it was so foreign to me. Like, you don't have your friends, you don't have your family. Obviously, you create your friends and family within the house and yeah. whatnot. Right. But, um, yeah, I didn't have a say in who my matches were. And I felt like I, I did give, give it the old college try to, like, really get to know them um, and, and see what could like possibly bloom out of it. Um, I don't have any like hard feelings towards any of them. We're actually like all pretty good friends. Um, it just didn't work out romantically. Right. But like, for example, when that, when I haven't seen the entire show. Yeah, no, that's fine. <laughs> but when you knew that the guy was, well, you didn't know at the time that he was sleeping with someone. Mm -hmm. Were there any cues like during that period where you were like, fuck, I ignored my gut. He was sleeping with someone or were you completely blindsided? Honestly, I was so blindsided. Oh, like th this worst. is what, this is what was so frustrating mm -hmm. is that the two matches that I felt like I had the biggest connection with, and I'm friends with them. So this isn't like, not, yeah, them. yeah, not, yeah. yeah, not at all. But both of them led me on to believe very different things in what was actually happening. So, and and I even called one of them out and straight up called him a fuck boy because that's how I felt he was treating me. Right. Um, and both of them were like, well, like, yeah, I, li I like, I like this connection. I like you. I also am kind of doing this thing on the side and I, and I would just be like, okay, that's fine. If you're doing that, totally cool. But just like, let me know, like, so I, am I gonna, yeah, like exactly. Like, am I going to be wasting my time by still trying to pursue something with you? And they, both of them over and over were like, no, like, let's keep, like, I, I still want to keep getting to know you. So it was like, so frustrating because constantly I was being put in this like big question mark bubble when okay. I'm like, you're not even supposed to be dating these other people. And like, of course we're humans and people are horny and are going to hook up with each other. Yeah. Like, I don't, yeah. you know, like I don't have control over that, but like, especially when they're isolating but you I, and letting the masses just kind of roam around. Exactly. When you're, and that's when you're exactly really, nice. really interested in someone and you want to take it to the next level, you don't entertain other people. Right. And you and I have had this conversation right. before. So I feel like if someone is truly wanting to get to know you and pursue something with you, they wouldn't be entertaining exactly. anything or anyone else. Exactly. But I feel like that's an isolation. Like if they would have separated the boys from the, the from men from the women in that situation, that, that would have probably have happened in that case, what you just said. But if she's, if they're taking the top four and putting them in their rooms and letting like, they're in their stables, let's use your stable situation, but, and their stables in here, you have the, just the regular herd out here. They're going to do what they want to do. So at this point in time, you can't really determine yeah, from I, their point of view. It's like, yeah. well, here's all the fun, but now she's over here and I can't do anything with her until yeah. tomorrow. Yeah. That's, and saying, that's exactly, that's exactly how it was too. Like a real man though, that was really wanted to pursue something with her. They wouldn't have entertained it. I get that, other. but that's also different. It would have been hard. Like right. you're put in very tempting situations yeah. that's not real life per se. But I'm just saying that I feel like someone that was really wanting to get to know you, they wouldn't have entertained yeah. that. No, right? I completely agree. And so it's just like. Or, or I feel like it would have given them a better chance if they were like, hey, I'm really into you. But just so you know, I'm 
hanging out with X, Y, and Z, then it gives her the opportunity. It's like the one relationship that I told you, at Mm -hmm. least tell me so I can make the decision whether I want to continue to sleep with you or hang out with you. Right. Mm -hmm. But when they hide that part, it's so unfair. Right. And, and I was the one constantly being like, I think this person and this person are like hanging out. And then I'd have to be the one to confront them about it. And then would they lie? Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah. it wasn't really like a lie, but they just constantly danced around it. Like okay. it was never a, a firm answer. Like, yes, I want to pursue things with this other person or yes, I want to pursue things with you. Like it was always so loosey goosey. And so I never had any clear direction of what anyone's intentions were with me. And that just really left mm-hmm. me to be like, what What am I like yeah. doing here? And like, I think something that was not shown in the editing on the show the way that it came out is like i i feel like i went through so much personal growth through this experience and all of my like interviews with the camera you know and like the the one one off room mm-hmm. type of thing confessionals or whatever i l- literally felt like that was therapy like i would go through huge emotional breakthroughs and like relational breakthroughs in those interviews because I was being put in all these situations in the house that were very triggering. And so while I'd be talking about it, I would just get triggered and cry and process all Mm. these things. But they didn't show that in the editing because um, they had us actually go back and re-record a lot of the interviews after we filmed. I wonder why. I don't know. I, I, I honestly, to this point, I to this day, I have no idea why they did that. But and you're so far removed from it. At exactly, that point, and so. like that's something that is also so frustrating. Is because after we wrapped filming, it was like a three, like three months later, and then two months after that, they had us go back for two rounds to redo some of those interviews. So at that point, I'm like, we filmed six eight months ago yeah. like yeah, she's like i don't even remember yeah right, yeah right. and like they would be they would be like telling me okay like live in the moment like how is this like how do you feel about this situation and i would just be like i don't even really remember that happening first of all and second of all i don't fucking care like it's been such a long time it's so hard for me to put myself in that but the the interviews that were filmed while we were filming were the bread and butter like that that was all of my story mm-hmm. because my I didn't fall in love with anyone on the show I just like kind of learned a new way to love myself oh. in truly fashion but like truly and it was through those interviews where I was breaking down all of these situations with my matches and people in the house and processing that and how that reminds me of old habits and old partners and how I want to use this situation to confront them and and that's why I made those choices of like I feel like I'm being played with and I'm going to confront this person because right. in the past I wouldn't okay. and now I am. So like it w- I'm I'm honestly so frustrated that the that they didn't use those interviews and you, they did use a few. You can tell because I look like I'm high in them because my <laughs> eyes are red from crying. Okay. Yeah. And you can just like tell the difference. Um yeah, I don't know. I mean, reality TV is what it is and I'm still so grateful for the opportunity. Like I have amazing friendships and connections from that. And I learned so much about myself throughout that process. But reality TV is like, you're truly writing your, your life off yeah. um, and signing it away for people to push certain storylines and, and whatever to, ma- to make it look packaged and good for TV. But yeah, I don't know. Wow. Would you That's ever a- do another reality show? 
Um, probably. <laughs> <laughs> but she would have a lot, I think you would have a lot more like, um, questions and you'd probably read through the lines a little bit better on this one. I mean, yeah, like mm -hmm. I, I definitely loved that environment and I love love you know yeah and like I, no, i'm the same yeah, and i'm, I'm like also such like a lover and i love being in love yeah, yeah. and i also am like low-key a slut for reality tv i like it's my <laughs> it's my vice like i love watching those shows so like to be cast in one as like the, the original season of a brand new show yeah. was like yeah. such an incredible opportunity yeah, yeah. and like i am so proud of it and like yes i think anyone who's cast in any reality show has like you know, butthurt moments about the way something was cut or edited or whatever. Like, it's not going to be the way that we want it to be. But like, the journey was still the same. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Right. And the gratitude is still there. And well, and hopefully, like you said, you made a couple of good friends out of it as well. Mm -hmm. What do you so. think your biggest takeaway was? Like uh, a good learning moment for yourself? Um, I th I think the biggest takeaway I got was just like one trust my own instincts mm -hmm. and like what my gut is telling me because it's so easy to be like yeah but maybe maybe i'm the one who's overthinking it and like blah 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 um but i think your instincts will always point you to the right direction um to trust trust in yourself more um yeah but also like it's okay to take risks and yeah. to be vulnerable Honestly, that was the biggest takeaway because I had built up so many walls mm -hmm. and I think you can like that's also kind of shown in the show and and throughout you can see me kind of break down those walls more and starting to open okay. up more and being more vulnerable. The fact that my matches were like cheating or, you know, finding other relationships <laughs> was not helping with my walls and bringing them down. But like um, I really had to embrace being more open and vulnerable in order to figure out who I am and what I want and how to, how to properly communicate to someone who you have interest in. And if, if there is conflict, how to properly communicate. Right. And not let it drag out. That yeah. And to just saying. like close it with a bow mm -hmm. and like leave respectfully. Like I don't have bad blood with anybody. Right. And have like you been able to identify your emotional needs, like um, what you need from a partner? Yeah. So yeah. what would that be? Like, what does that look like for you? Um, I, I Communication, bottom line, um, definitely needs to be open and honest communication. Um, I also think that, I'm trying to think, I like literally have like a list. Like, I feel like, <laughs> like once I got off the show, I like wrote, because we weren't allowed to have journals either. Um, oh. yeah, like it, it was very She's much like. She's just a lipstick on the wall, on the wall. <laughs> the yeah. like, Remember yeah. this. <laughs> yeah, and I, I'm a huge journaler. Journaler, so, so yeah, I wrote down a huge list of like my biggest takeaways from that whole yeah. experience. I'm trying to like or like go your down top three to five emotional needs in a partner. Yeah, I, like, would, I feel like people can pick physical like yeah. all day long. Yeah, um, but emotional needs are typically really hard for especially women to identify. Mm -hmm. I mean, women well, like, and men. But that yeah. takes time, though. Like you said, you had said something about being in the house, um, where I feel like that five weeks actually sped up your your um, growth. growth 
of who you are and what you want out of a partner, you know? Yeah. So it did give you something out of it, which is great. But at the same time, it's something where in those situations, everything's moving so fast. You have to really either, either you're going to be in it and make choices or just kind of sit back and just let everything just kind of push you away. You know, like, I mean, just step all over right. you in theory, you know? Right. Yeah. So I appreciate the fact that you went in there. I'm sorry, coming at, came out of it with just a whole new set of rules for yourself and, yeah. and awareness. And yeah. that's the most important thing, but it takes time. Like you said something about the guys where I know myself at that age, even like in my late twenties, where I would have been literally the same way where it's like, oh, well, you know, there's a herd of people here. I'm going to see what happens, even though I'm pursuing you obviously, but if there's something in my face at the moment, I'm going to go with that because it's there. It's, it's more frequent, mm -hmm. you know, you're around it more, not someone just being locked away going, okay, I have to be prepared for tomorrow. And while everybody else is partying, having a good time, it's like, I'm not going to sit around and wait for the person that's in the room. I'm sorry. I'm going to be yeah. with everyone who's out there right now. And whoever, you know, cream of the crop comes up, that's what I'm going to be attracted to. I think it's easy to. for you to say, but if you're really like into someone, then sometimes people get stuck. No, and so I get they that. they don't want to like really move on because they want. I understand that. But what I guess what I'm saying, uh, the, the main beef of what I'm, the point of what I'm saying is for guys, it's like, it's a maturity thing. Like, you know, I learned for the 100%. first time ever when I turned for the, like, you know, my girlfriend now, it's what, 18 years ago. And I was just like, I need to break up with you because I found, I think I found someone else. And normally I would have cheated on her. I would have just moved on. I would have done these other things, but I had the growth finally go, yeah, I don't want to cheat on this one. She's a really good girl. I need to be uh, honest with her and really yeah. communicate. And that's when I started learning how to be the guy who I am now. Mm -hmm. I can communicate better. I can do things because I took a step to do it the first place. So in these situations, you saying to these, like coming out and saying to these, like confiding or confronting, that's a step for you now. Mm -hmm. So it's like done the proper way. You're going to communicate much faster. Mm -hmm. You just have to make sure you can get out of your partner. And that's, that's the step for you right yeah, now. For sure. And I feel like it's easy once you kind of, you know, take baby steps with it all. Mm -hmm. So as well, and this is why I tell everyone I like this game, truth or honesty that I play with people, not truth or dare, but truth or honesty, because you kind of play with each other and say, Hey, look, if I can give you this truth about myself that you're going to ask me and you can see my reaction, I get something out of you. That's trust. Mm -hmm. And that's something that I feel like everyone should do with, with someone that you start dating. Just throw some shit out there and see how they respond. And yeah. if they respond with communication and just with ease, then you know you have a good partner. Mm -hmm. So yeah, yeah, hundred percent. I believe in that. So where are you at in the dating game now? Um, I <laughs> may or may not be seeing somebody. Okay. Um, it's. I mean, I'm trying to keep it like private, you know. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's it's going well. I think we're just kind of still in the process of figuring each other out. Um, but like I, the biggest thing for me is I am so independent. And so, and like, I think this also circles back to that question that you asked me about, like emotional needs is like, I, I need someone who understands that lifestyle that I live. Mm -hmm. Like, I mean, I'm obviously in entertainment and modeling and everything. So like, I'm super independent. I'm constantly traveling. I'm around beautiful people, men and women all the time. Like they, they need to be able to like turn their ego off because it's not about them. Yeah, and it's just that like emotional maturity in a man and that's the biggest thing. So like, that's also something that I look for if, in a partner. Um, and fortunately he's great about that. And he also is very independent and like does his own thing. So we're on, that's on the right path. path. <laughs> yeah. Um, but like I, you know, all my past relationships have been, the guy has confessed his love for me within two, three, four weeks and like pushes me to date them. And then yeah. eventually 
like I'll push it off and push it off because I'm not necessarily ready. And then eventually they kind of like coerce me into dating them. And then I end up dating them for X amount of time and then being like, I didn't really want this relationship in the first place. Mm -hmm. And then I break their freaking heart. So like that's kind of my dating history. Okay. And this is the first time that I've been seeing somebody where like there's been no pressure from either side. It's just been very organic and hanging out with each other like on our own times like figuring out without it feeling like there's games being played yeah right. it's just like authentic and nice to be like i'm gonna get to know you and at a normal rate like there's no rush for anything yeah and that's been so nice because i've actually never experienced that before in, in like dating someone because i'm nice. i really am used to like i guess dating like betas <laughs> yeah where they like Seriously. put the heat on and the pressure and you're like yeah. And then I'm like, I, I mean, I don't think a true alpha calls himself an alpha, but they yes, don't. I am. I have <laughs> more, you know what I mean? But like, I, I do have a I lot mean, of masculine. Come on, yeah. Phoebe. I mean, we're, God, we're, we're born all, this way. Yeah, exactly. But I do have a lot of masculine energy. So I think it's really important that uh, my partner can have a little bit more masculine energy than me because yes, I, I am really headstrong and very driven and I know what I want. I know who I am. I'm very grounded in my beliefs and in who I am but I still want to be feminine I still want to be treated yeah like a queen you know and I, I want to be like mm, be cuddled and all that shit but it's hard to do that when like the guy is always like mm, love me love me love me <laughs> you know so annoying. yeah but like thankfully <laughs> I'm like not exhausting. yeah but I'm not dealing with that right now so like thank god but Good. yeah that is kind of see but I always feel like you know it's so funny you say that because it's almost like this everyone has their insecurities when it comes to that like you just saying love me love me it's like no matter how strong a guy is or how strong a woman is that side of them always that's always a weakness in a tell but that'll come out over time of course you it will you can't come into a relationship being needy like that no yeah. no it's never huge no, it's, it's a huge turn off yeah unattractive right, mm -hmm. right. yeah so I, I find that, that in all aspects from guys like you as women find out in guys and me and girls like that's one thing i do not tolerate is someone who's like i need i'm like really well, i need to see if you can do for yourself first and then if yeah. you need me then i'll step in when you really need me but not all the time like that so mm -hmm. yeah i don't deal with that okay so, so how about how long have you guys been hanging out um we've been hanging out like Mm, for like five-ish months. Oh, so I thought I was about while. to meet him yeah. for a minute there. I thought the next day uh, I might have met him. But yeah. darn it. Uh-uh. Yeah. <laughs> you go, uh-uh. Uh-uh. Someone's... <laughs> <laughs> so. Um, but yeah, I mean, it, it's been very slow and steady, but I think it that's a totally fine. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. It's the balance. Find the right balance yeah. all the time. So, yeah. And I think too, and I want, I'm kind of curious like what you guys feel about this too, is like, when I'm entering into a relationship or if I'm in a relationship or I'm single at all stages of life, I know that I'm going to be okay mm -hmm. with this person and I'm going to be just fine without them too. So like that security and that confidence in who I am is like, it's a superpower. It really is. Yeah. Cause like, I will never go into a relationship being like, I need you or like, Oh, I need, right. you know, it's, it's so never, what was the question? it's never it from like a source of, just right. <laughs> it's never from a source of lack. It's from a source of like, choose, like I'm going to choose to spend my time with you. Right. But that, that's growth though. And you, this, it takes years of like, from ever since you decided to be who you are today, mm -hmm. that's why you do that. You know, it's, it's a, it's a confidence and you know that you're with them because you want to be with them, not because you need to be with them right. and vice versa. You're going to be fine without them. So yeah. that takes time and experience where a lot of people, which we all know, once some break up someone, they go into this hole where they can't really 
function. You know, exactly. Mm-hmm. They're, they're all of a sudden, what am I going to do by myself? What am I going to do about this? It's like, what have you been doing before that? You know, what I are you doing? I always say it's an opportunity to rediscover yourself. Yes. Who you are and who you want to be. Because we're always like evolving and growing. Mm-hmm. So yeah. we're never, hopefully we're not staying the same. Right. No. So it's when people come to us and they're like, oh, we were married for like 20 years and they just changed. Well, of course they fucking changed. Yeah. yeah. Like they I would should. hope that they would change right. after 20 years. It's just. They um, weren't paying attention. The person yeah. who said that that person's changed, they're not paying attention. Right. They're not ebbing and flowing with the person. Mm-hmm. So it's on that person who said that, that's on them, not the person all of a sudden yes. who left them or whatever it is. Right. So. And usually along those lines, like there, there has to be signs, right? It's, it, yeah, signs, it's not like you just wake up. Them. Right. Right. I mean, we just, yeah, we're just blinded by them sometimes, you know, that's one thing that I learned from my last relationship, my big one, it was just like, she gave the signs, I just chose to ignore them, mm-hmm. but I, I heard her, I just didn't really follow through, mm-hmm. so when she broke up with me, it was just like, oh, I wasn't mad about it, I wasn't upset about it, because she told me, so mm-hmm. I wasn't butthurt, I just had to understand that I was just as much as failure as that, as what she, because I didn't give her everything that she wanted, what she was asking for. Mm -hmm. You know, it's like a moments of stepping up. We can't do it all the time, obviously, but you have to be aware. That's just, just the main thing. Yeah. So with my current relationship going on five years, it's just like, we have in flow exactly how you said, like, I want someone who is strong, independent and can do her own thing. You don't need me for anything, but yet we're together. Mm -hmm. And that's my favorite type of girl that I date because I need that strength because it's like, I don't have time to coddle anyone. Right. You know, I want you to pursue what you want to pursue and be the best at it. Right. And your hobbies and support and, you. Like yeah. Jamie always says, you know, I want you to win. You know, that's one thing that I want my partner to win mm-hmm. exactly. just as much as she wants me to win. Yeah. So, but if you're sitting on your ass doing nothing, I'm going to, I'm out. I will bust out first and foremost. Yeah. I'll be gone. I feel like I'm always winning. So yeah. anyone yeah, that are. I choose is yeah. going to be winning with me. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah no, but no, you're no. very but independent I, like that as well. Like you're, you're like, you are fine on your own. Yeah. I want to know though, like, what do you bring to the table? Mm, that's like, the thing. Like what? Um, what is it in you that like, why should I pick you? Mm-hmm. You know? So, right. No, yeah, that's, that's I mean, that's don't a, like that. Yeah. But, but that's how you know that they don't have much to bring to the table. They're like, oh, next question. Right. You had said something as well. When most guys after like the first two or three weeks, are like, you know, I'm in love. I want this. I want that. There's, I, I believe in that, but there's a way to do it. There's a confidence behind it that, that you're, that these guys weren't doing with you. It was more of a controlling situation versus like saying, Hey Phoebe, look, I love you. This is what I feel that we could be da 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 and let you decide. You know, I don't have to go and like, I almost like drop the mic, like, bam, I'm putting it in your corner, but I'm not going to pursue it in that way where I'm like, come on, come on. Like where I'm pushing relentless. Exactly. Right. I, I, I give my feelings. I'll let you know what I want. I've done it too. After a week before it's like, Hey, I think you're great. This is what I want. I think we're good for this. You're not telling her that you love her after a week. No, not like that. I'm just saying, but I, but I also know when I, when I spend my time with someone that I'm spending my time because I know that you're the one, Right. you know, like there's a lot of girls that I hang out with, but at the same time, it's I know, that but thing I, where I'll change my mind. No, and like, that's... <laughs> I think that they're great. Right. And then after like, we're getting into month two and I'm like, yeah, you're not as good as I thought you and were. And that's okay yeah. too. But it's just, yes, but that's, that's, but that. at least, you know, you're going to commit to that time. And I'm okay with like saying, yeah. no, you know what? It just didn't work. I see the change now. I'm yeah. sorry. It's like, it's just well, not working out. Well, they say that you should like, it, it takes about three months mm-hmm. to really get to know somebody. And that's why I like to take my time because mm-hmm. I'm never in a rush to fall in love. If it's right. going to happen, I know that it's going to happen. Um, but in those past relationships, it's been like such a pressure yeah. to 
I guess, to like have an ownership. Yeah, that's exactly yeah, what it is. Yeah, put a title on it. It's like, right. well, why can't we just keep hanging out and getting to know each other? What's the rush? It's a fear. It's a fear. Yeah, it's an insecurity. Yeah, that's what guys always do to me. But it's I don't it, like it. But unbeknownst to yeah. them, I... Like, they want to claim you yeah. already. Like, yes. But you you're know why, though? You know why, though? See, this is why I could do my guy episode. I just like put it all out there. But the reason why guys do that is because it's an insecurity that if they're with you, I mean, you both are super gorgeous women like that, but now they want claim on you because if they don't, you might leave. You might do something else. You might find someone else. So if they We're claim you right away, them, though, but they don't know that with. though, because their ego's taken over and their ego's so big that they're not, they don't care if you chose them. Yeah, but that's, they don't give a shit about that. That's I, like, I, I totally agree with you, but I feel like that is why I make them wait is because right. it's like that. I want to see if they're, if they're so ego driven, exactly. ego driven. Right. Yeah. And if like they can remove that or, you know, maybe that they'll have that thought anyway, but just be aware of that thought. Right. Like, no, I don't need to put a title on this and or that, and right away and or push a very her good or pressure She her. does the same thing as well. She makes people wait like that who are professed right away. And she's always like, you know, I made this guy. I'm not doing this. And they're like, I'm like, mm -hmm. now see how they react. They're either going to move on to someone else or they're going to really put the time in. Mm -hmm. And the guys that put the time in, at least at that moment, yeah. really want to be with you. You know, I got like eaten alive on um, that podcast because they're like, um, so you're one of those that make guys wait. And I'm like, yeah, I do. Because I want to make sure that if I'm like investing my time in you, yeah. if I'm like sleeping with you and committing to you, that it's going to be something long term. Right. Because I don't just. Right. Well, yeah. And your, your energy and your time is your most valuable and precious currency. Like it is. And your body, too. Like, I'm not just going to give that up willy nilly. Like, mm -hmm. absolutely not. Right. It's I feel a, like we're out of the norm. In that no, sense. I don't see. Yeah. But once well, you're like, if there's a connection, you just flow. Why but, do you put so much into it? Why right. are you like so in your head? I'm like, I'm really not. I yeah. know exactly. But what. here's here's something you both are missing, though. I, I okay. agree with both of you girls at the same time. But here's what what's missing. missing. You're missing the fact <laughs> that it's us. like it's an energy and it's it's the connection that you have with that person when you know it's right. Like, let's say you meet someone. It could happen in. Three but I want to be sure. No, it I, feels but, like but, it's going to be no. right. You, like, no, but but you will know because it's it's the way that both think with what you want out of that from the beginning, what you want. If the guy is willing to say the right things and be the right person, you'll know. But you can say that within the first week or two of meeting someone, but it takes time to get to know if what they say line up with is. what they do. Yeah, what they're so I, I agree need, with that. I need a little time. And so all you I, can tell me and I can feel it, but I need to see it. And all I do action. at that moment is like I hear you what i do in that moment i just laugh it off and go okay it's easy for me because like i'm telling you the truth yeah well but I'm, maybe I'm, you are but, but i'm, I'm an anomaly don't. i'm an yeah. anomaly it's like it's like <laughs> I, I really am i'm an anomaly it's like travis i'm an anomaly right see he knows you really yeah. are you're like a one of a kind thank you travis this is why i love travis oh, <laughs> love you brother yeah but anyways like yeah. i said it's just like i go in like headstrong like head first saying hey but i'm very honest and i'm very open but at the same yeah. time it's like i will never make you feel uncomfortable and I will never overstep my boundaries of what you want. Yeah. So it's like, it's like a choice that you, like I'm hearing you and be like, I can accept that, but yeah. I'm also going to let you know, like I accept that, but I just want you to know that everything that you want, I can do it in spades and I'm, and I'm here, mm -hmm. you know? So I, proof is in the pudding, like you said. Yeah. And most people, like you said, their egos take over so much that it's like, they want ownership of something because they want it now just to have claim on, okay, yeah. she's mine. Now I can kind of back off and relax now. Mm -hmm. Like the pursuit's over. Now I can just be my regular Joe Schmo self who's either a douchebag or whatever, whatever. Right. You know, I'm not saying all guys are because we're all good guys too. Yeah, so, yeah. 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 My favorite is when a guy is like, oh, I dated so-and-so. And I'm like, there's a difference. Did right. you 
were you fucking so and so, or were you actually dating her? <laughs> right. <laughs> you know what I mean? Right. Yeah, for sure. Right. So, so yeah. I, it's it's an ebb and flow. I mean, it's the same as like when I met you and hung out with you. It's like that's that's who I normally am when I when I go out with people. Just like I'm very open. I'm very like you know. There's no hidden agenda. Mm-hmm. You know, I just I just like just what it is. And like I thought you were amazing. You know, you and Mally are great. And so why would I fuck that up? You know, mm-hmm. just by trying to hit on one of you. That's fuck. That's yeah. fucking stupid of me. Well, you know? I, I think the other thing too, and asking guys like. I mean, not even necessarily asking, but like, you know, putting, putting that out there that like, yeah, I'm, I'm going to wait or like, yeah, you can have the most incredible connection and it yeah. could feel right. Mm-hmm. But what's right for me is to put boundaries in place because boundaries are healthy. They, they are. They are. <laughs> you know, and if a man doesn't respect those boundaries, that's not my husband. Right. I'm sorry. Bye. Right. Yeah. yeah, you Agreed. know, so like I think boundaries wow. has a lot to do with it. I mean, we can try to push the boundaries because that's the fun. <laughs> I mean, but I we the all push the boundaries. Yeah, so obviously, I'll push the boundaries. I, yeah. I will shove that boundary all no, the way to you the top. Okay. All right, yeah. You're <laughs> you're not. All right, so we're along the lines of this, guys. We have Phoebe Davis on the show here at Sticky Paw Studios, and here's our episode topic. It's all once again. Every time we do this, it's con- it coincides with what we're talking about. Could I date myself? Imagine if you could date yourself. What would that be like? Let's discuss all the positive and negative qualities that you have and would it be difficult or would it be easy to date yourself? Think about that. And you've answered a lot of your questions like emotional growth. It's like things that you would not put up with for yourself. Mm -hmm. You'd expect that from someone that you're dating as well. Yeah. So this, I think, is like an exercise for all of us. So what what are your non-negotiables? Do you know what your non-negotiables are? hundred um, percent. They have to love Jesus. Okay. Uh, I'm a Christian, so that's really important for me as so for, you like, wouldn't a foundation. Date a Ju- someone that's Jewish? Um, I've, well, they would just, I mean. They don't believe in Jesus. Yeah, but they, they believe in God. Yeah, they do. They believe in God, but, but that's they don't. Close well, to, I mean, yeah, are we going to be just, specific okay. here? All right. They have to believe. They, I don't like potatoes, but faith. I eat french fries. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean. okay. Faith and foundation is <laughs> okay. like my number one non-negotiable. Okay. So um, some type of faith. Yes. Okay. Yeah. And George Michael faith or oh my God. I'm just, I'm just asking. <laughs> I just want to know. Sorry. Um, for sure. Faith. Um, the other non-negotiable is not being needy, respecting boundaries, um, clear communication. Honestly, I feel like I would be such a good girlfriend. Yeah. Or I would date myself. Right. I'd be a good boyfriend, girlfriend to myself. Okay. Um, because I would be very hands off, very trusting. Um, and I'm so rooted in empathy mm-hmm. that I, I just always put myself in the other person's shoes and always try to um, view a, a situation from multiple perspectives uh, and give the person the benefit of the doubt. But I, I feel like I... I do a very good job of creating a safe space for somebody to be vulnerable with me and for me to really hear them, which is also a reason why guys fall in love with me very quickly, unfortunately. <laughs> so do you think that could come off as maybe you not being interested? I do get that a lot, actually. Like, I didn't think that you were really interested in me. Um, not that I'm not interested in them because I... Well, I mean, I, I don't know. I do like playing, not playing games, but right. like, I think a little bit of like cat and cat and mouse. It's fun. It's fun. Yeah. yeah. And like, right. I like to have fun in my relationships, obviously. Right. And I'm also super sarcastic and have a good sense of humor. So like, I like to do that, but I've gotten a lot of feedback from guys that are like, you're very, very hard to read. 
See, and, and I, like a mystery. I, I have to disagree is, with that. So and I kind of like it. I like nice. being it. I'm going to say that, and I disagree in the, to the point of the fact that I feel like when hanging out with you that night and stuff, like I'm like I pick up on a lot of signals of just women and just wow, you know, like um, who they should be dating, why aren't they dating, and things like that, right? Mm -hmm. So, Ooh, so from, what did you pick up? So on? no, what everything you just said was like it's um to the point, by the way, of who you are, and I and I find that very dateable, by the way, and because it's like you like everything you just said, you just have to find a partner who is willing to once again. And if they're thinking that you're not interested in me, then they need to be, they need to be strong. Once again, it's about strength and security. It's like everything you just said, it's like, mm. that's my prototype. You know I mean? I feel like, and these are what people should be looking for. Like you should, like you should be dating, not your narcissistic self side, because we can't be dating that, but, mm -hmm. but everyone should have something where you have your equal, but it's, it's, you know, a little bit different, but you're equal. Mm -hmm. And that to you, it's like, that's the perfect guy for you right there. You know, it's, it's not, it's not, it's hard to find because, you know, once again, it's just like, if they feel like they're not interested, if you don't find them interesting, mm -hmm. why, you know, that means they're not, they, they don't have a life of their own. Mm -hmm. So it's like you saying that someone works too much, how Frankie earlier was saying, one of our guests earlier was saying that, you know, when you're a workaholic like that, it's very hard for people to date him because they're so focused on something. It would be hard for me because be I very hard. feel like I come first. Right, yeah. right. Okay. Yeah. But at the same time, if she's giving you all this support, like support, that emotional support, she's there for you, she wants to talk to you, she's, she's a fan of yours, she's, she wants you to win. What's not interesting about that Yeah. to someone? Well, I you know? don't know. You'd have to ask him. Well, this is true. Yeah. <laughs> so that's all. But that's that's my soapbox on that one. Yeah. You know, I I I live for that stuff. You know, that's someone I want to date. That's why my current girlfriend. You know, with what she does, it's like. What are your non-negotiables? My. I feel like you don't even have any. <laughs> <laughs> Anything goes, baby. Oh, I never really thought about that. No. I know. Um, I don't. One of them. Don't be too needy for one. I don't want someone who's just um, too much into their themselves. That's a big one for me. You know, it's like, I don't want, I want something to be just like emotionally available. Mm -hmm. Um, someone who can communicate well. My, mine's really easy, by the way. It's like, you know, it's like, I just don't want someone who's just, I need, I want someone who's just a good person, you know, it's like, where you're not like hung up on stupid shit. Yeah. You know, like a girl is like, What's who stupid? gossip and talks about, wow, you know, like she didn't buy, like, I don't want to oh. whine or communicate, like yeah. someone who just like always has to find drama. Mm -hmm. I don't want someone who's drama. Mine's mm -hmm. easy. That's okay. just top of the board for me. Yeah. Everything else I'm open and willing to explore, whatever, whatever. It's just like I we can move forward that way. But if you're whiny and just too much drama, no. Yeah. And I can or just read like that a victim quickly. victim mentality. Yeah, right. Right. Yeah. I can pick that up right away. And I'm just turned off. I'm like, oh my God, let me just walk away. So yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what about yours? Yeah, what are you your non I know, but same. she doesn't know yours oh, though. <clears> yeah, mine are um <laughs> a little aggressive. But um yeah, I just have like a like my top three that I'll usually ask uh, straight out the gate is um, if they watch porn, mm -hmm. um, if they're into guys. So I don't like dating anyone that's um, bisexual or like into men. And then um, drugs is a non-negotiable for mm -hmm. me. Right. But what about an emotional side? Like, let's talk about your, since we're on this subject of could I date mm. myself, what are you looking for emotionally that you have in you that you're like, oh, that's not that. Let's talk so, about the negatives uh, now. Negatives. Yeah. What would you say? Yeah, I can't date that person well, because I have this part of me. I couldn't deal with two of that. I feel like for the longest time, I was very like emotionally unavailable. Mm. So I would always pick people that were also like unavailable because I wasn't available to the hurt, if that mm -hmm. makes sense. So those are like the, you're numb. You're so I would avoid people that are like unemotionally, that are emotionally unavailable are unavailable to the hurt because they mm -hmm. don't want to be hurt. So they guard themselves, right. if, that, if that makes sense. Mm -hmm. So we pick partners that we know 
aren't going to be available. Too much of a risk. Yes. Essentially. Yes. Yeah. Well, there's never any sadness in that relationship because it's just like crickets just chirping the whole time. Well, when you guys no, get I just feel like I was always like in charge. Got See, it. maybe maybe that's what my problem was was that I've been emotionally unavailable, and then yeah, it's like I'm. Were the you one... afraid of getting hurt? I mean, I don't know. I just don't think I was in love with them as much as they were. In, in love, love, but with that's you. not afraid of being hurt. Well, that's because we pick though. people that were like were where in I, where I know I have the power. Yes. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. That's what you were saying that's that earlier. I mean, yeah. See, that's that's one of my negatives for sure. As but I, you like, said that you learned earlier on, which is a key to your cycle. Um, well, to kind of getting you into a better space is you're, you learn to be vulnerable. Yeah. So people that are typically um, emotionally unavailable, they have a very difficult time being vulnerable mm -hmm. because we're always like, I can do it. I got it myself. Like I'm in charge. So we're very, it goes with those qualities and traits of being very like independent, like in charge. But mm -hmm. can you read that though? What you just said, it's like, you're, you're afraid of being vulnerable when you're with someone or as is yourself, let's go back to you again, dating yourself. If you feel like you're that, you're afraid of being vulnerable. Can you read that in someone if they're feeling the same unemotion, unemotional Sometimes. way? So what do, do? what do you do? Like, what do you ask them? Do you even, do you say something to them? Well, it's, it's a them issue. So like for me, it's not like any of my partners could have fixed that in me. It's I get something that. that I have to identify in myself and I need to be better at. So I can't teach someone to be vulnerable. But they you can have ask to be questions open. though is what we I'm asking. You can ask questions, but, but for someone that's not like emotionally available, they have to identify that first. And sometimes people are in a space where they can't even identify it within themselves. Right. So right. they don't even know. Okay. So it's, it's a timing thing. So okay. that person, I can't teach them to be like vulnerable. I can ask them all the questions in the world, but until they're really open to exposing themselves mm -hmm. and being vulnerable, then it's probably not going to work. Mm -hmm. But I, makes sense. I feel yeah. like, but I feel if you ask the right questions, like you might be able to, open that up. And isn't that the whole point I mean, of like, a so for example, I'll, mm -hmm. I'll name drop here. Um, like Joe, mm -hmm. Joe was very like in tune. With I've always liked you, Joe. <laughs> FYI. He was very like in tune with like his emotions and where he was like in his, that's space. why I like you, Joe. Um, Once again, but the issue was, was I going to be vulnerable? So no matter how great of a partner he was, right. like if I wasn't in the space of opening up and being vulnerable, then the relationship's never really going to work. Right. If that makes sense. I yeah. understand that. Because you have to that. be in a place of receiving. Yeah. Right. Yes. Because right. you can And I wasn't. Yeah. Yeah. So and, and I, I had too many like of my own things going on to where like I couldn't open up and be a good partner. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And it sucks because it's like you can't. Going, like you just said, you can't go anywhere from that. You no. know, it's like, it's There's gonna, only it's like so gonna, much that yeah. you can right. give. Right. And when another person loves you so much and they're mm -hmm. pouring so much into you and your cup's overflowing, but their cup's like trickle, trickle. Yeah. Because you don't have much to <laughs> and give. Then he's yeah. Always, yeah. He was always like, gosh, you know, and then it, so the fights aren't really about the fights. The fights are more about me not being like available right, right. Mm -hmm. I get that. so mm -hmm. he's like i call you all the time and you're like i don't want to talk because then it comes off as them being needy but really it's not them being needy it's it was me not being attentive available. or yeah, aware yeah yeah, right. yeah right. for sure so, do you feel that way then off that note when you just said you might feel like you might be an unemotionally available or i mean it... i have most definitely been in that place before yeah. absolutely okay. i can 100 percent relate to that right
Yeah, I just shut down for a minute and just have to recharge half the time. So yeah, I think it's just like identifying where we're at in yeah. that time. Right. Mm -hmm. And sometimes we are available, but we just it's it's a timing thing. And then yeah. we we pick the wrong people that don't really like align with us and where we're at. Mm -hmm. Okay. So. Yep. All right. Are you and both? Maybe she's like in a better space now to where she's learned from being on the show. So it's just going to make her that much better of a partner. And like she said, she's taking her time. Yeah. Yeah. Which is good. Yeah. Especially right. With a new one. Right after the show, I actually dated somebody, but I, because the show hadn't come out yet, I wasn't able to be public with that relationship. Um, that was the first time I ever dated a narcissist. Oh, and so I feel like that was one of the first relationships that I went into being the most emotionally available because it was right after the show and I had felt so empowered and had learned so much. Right. Fell for the wrong fucking person. And did he fucking trample your heart? Yep. Literally uh, worst relationship I've ever had in my okay. life. That's what happened to me. Yeah. yeah. And I never dated a nar narcissist before, but like after the relationship, I, I researched so much about mm -hmm. narcissism and it was sickening how much it was like I was reading a book about what I had just experienced. And so now I feel like that's also another reason that reaffirms take more time because people show their true colors yeah, after a certain amount of time. Absolutely. And like mm -hmm. people can be very direct with their intentions right at the beginning. And you can think that, wow, that's he's honest and communicative. But like. It's hard to tell like yeah. who who's genuine and who's who's a narcissist who's using Especially you. Especially when everybody puts their best foot forward, which always happens. Exactly. That way. So I understand that, which sucks. And how long did that yeah, play did out that for last? you? That was a three month relationship. Very short. It's very, still crazy. Very I, intense. I say this all the time. It's like the short ones literally have a habit of like breaking us open and exposing us. But what a gift that he kind of gave you. I honestly because you were yeah. able to dive into yourself and come out better than the space that you were in. Yeah, hundred percent. I will always say that was like, God saved me right. from that toxic relationship because I didn't even know how toxic it was until it was over. And then I was like, oh my gosh. Right. And that's just three I months can't, in. Yeah. And Man. I can't even imagine. Wow. Two or three. Yeah. yeah. The same yeah. yeah. Wow. Yeah. They don't mm. last long typically, mm -hmm. but like, oh, I'm so grateful. Two weeks later, I was walking swim week. <laughs> That's great. Like, yeah. that's the yeah. best motiv motivation I need is like, oh, you're going to fuck me over? Okay, cool. Yeah, Watch me win. Go. Yeah. <laughs> All right. What are your negative qualities? What do you think of that are in yourself? Um, I think for me, um, I'm perfect. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Um, I... Um, like I, I can be needy to a certain degree. Okay. Like I, we're Leos. Like I, I want attention. Yeah. Yeah. I want, I'm not, I'm not a jealous person by any means, but like I do, I do want attention. And their yeah. time. Yeah. Yeah. And it's hard though, even when you're trying not to really want it and you know that you want, like, yeah. you know, you said and, when you're and because needy. I'm so, yeah. Cause I'm yeah. so hard shell. Like I'll never like project that I like need that attention. I mean, Maybe, maybe I'm more <laughs> fucked up than I actually think I am, honestly. We're going to get it all out today, Pete. Yeah, Don't worry. oh my gosh. Another no. therapy session. Yeah. I love this for me. <laughs> no, no, but continue though. Like the needy thing, like th that's, why do we always put a label on needy when it's done? The, I know I want to call it the right way. Like yeah. when you're really in that mode, I, I call it the mushy phase. You know, yeah. that's what I call it. When I'm like, like I go to my go, 
I'm feeling a little mushy today and, I, and I'll stay in it like for like hours, but at least I'm putting it out there that this is how I feel right now. it's like far and few between. And it's so far and few between. So by, I recognize it and I let people know. So just let them know. Yeah. Look, you know what? I'm feeling needy today. And all they're going to say is, okay, they're either going to say, come on, let's, let's get it in. And that way it'll squash it. Now you're good for another and then, yeah, month or two. Yeah, she's good for like a few yeah. months. Yeah, yeah, so, literally. But I think just knowing that she's like a priority and maybe that if, that they can come to you when you need, when yeah. you right. need it. Which, you know, honestly, that's not a negative thing. No, no it's, it's not. It's like a basic human need. But that's what I'm saying, though. It's not like... God <laughs> <laughs> on me, damn it. <laughs> yeah, saying, but that's what I'm saying. Why can't you just do that to where it's like, you know, it's like, look, I'm feeling this today. And it's like, you're not... And that person, well, she's not that every day. Like, if you're needy every day, I'm like, yeah, that's fuck true. again for the umpteenth time today? Yeah, that's you're needy true. again? Yeah. What the hell? I'm walking out. I yeah. need a break. Give me it a drink. It is like a once a week situation. Right. Okay. So there's nothing wrong with that. Yeah. It's the same as you saying, you know what? I need a hug. I need a kiss. Like, what the fuck? Let's yeah. talk. Uh, yeah. And it should. Yeah. You know, that that's yeah. communication. You know? I would say. Why are we afraid of that? Yeah. I, I think I actually do struggle with that. I And that is something. Like, because it's being vulnerable. Exactly. That's why. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So like, I think the journey to vulnerability is a very long road, especially for someone who's been so emotionally unavailable for such a long mm -hmm. time. Right to get to that place where it's like, I'm, I, I'm open, baby. Like, <laughs> right. Because you're afraid of the fear of what the response might be. Yeah. Which usually sucks. Yeah. You know, mm. and the bad part is, is when we get a good response, you're kind of like shocked and you're like, and then all of a sudden we break ourselves out of, no, I, I can't be that way. You're yeah. Like, like I, I, I was trying to like be open now. I'm like, it's too much. Yeah. I can't do that again. I mean, how many times have we done that? Once it's again, we're all Leos. We do that a lot. Mm -hmm. Like yeah, I catch myself going, "Oh my God, I was being a little like needy bitch no yesterday," and I was like, "I can't needy do that all again." All the time, right. and you don't want someone that's like, you know, macho all right. the time. <laughs> how so. was that again? All, like, all, the, <laughs> all time. the time, right, Jamie? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that that's one. See, that's I feel like that's one of her negative strengths, though. I feel like you need to be more <laughs> I like vulnerable. That he's identifying my no, you need, yeah, you know, it's like you need to be more vulnerable. You know, I feel like this is what you, know? you need to like, work yeah. on. I, I've known her long enough to yeah. say, oh, as a friend, I think you need to be more vulnerable. Yeah. Actually, sometimes and not afraid of being that way. I'm working on that. I know you are. Yeah. Just, you know. Thanks. Uh, thanks to my therapy. Slash <laughs> <laughs> All right. Here's, here's a fun one along the lines that I go. Do you get stressed out in heavy situations? Um, I. I do to a certain degree. Mm -hmm. I think I have, I, I have for sure worked so much on myself to get better about this. Cause I used to, oh my gosh, like if, if somebody was driving the wrong way and it right. pissed me off, I would like have road rage okay, for, for like, them or you mean on, as a passenger you're saying, right? No, like, I mean, you're not the one driving. No, if I was driving. Oh, gotcha. Are you talking about like with, you're talking about within a relationship? No, no, no. Like, I'm just saying like, just in general, I remember like you're dating yourself. So it's like, I just want to know, like, are you like, for me, it's like, I, I get stressed out on things that I produce. You know, like I stress never, I'm never stressed out in situations. I get stressed out when there's things that are, that are, are out of my control. Yeah. In a weird way. Yeah. So I think, yeah, I think certain, certain things used to set me off okay. and I would get really stressed out about mm -hmm. it. And then it would kind of like trickle into my day and, yeah. and spill over into different areas. I have, I don't do that as much anymore. Thank God. Okay. And I, I think I direct a lot more attention towards like, is this something I can control? Is it not, if it's not something that I can fix, like I don't need to stress about it. And plus like with my faith, I'm just kind of like, okay, I'm just going to give that up to God. Gotcha. But like, of course I'll take responsibility if it's like something that I can right. 
So you can get rid of a bad day, you know, like, yeah. like you know, or do you just let that bad day just like hang as a cloud all no, day long? No, no. And I think, I think in the past I did kind of used to project that mm -hmm. onto my partners because they were like, you know, easy targets in a sense, <laughs> you know, and uh, the only one in the room. <laughs> yeah. And now, now I, I don't do that. Like I, I very much process it in much healthier ways. Okay. Usually at the gym. <laughs> okay. Yeah. That's a good outlet. Yeah. What about you? You, you handle stress. Yeah. Yay. Nay. Good with that. Ask the full question again. Okay, so like um, the question is, do you get stressed out in heavy situations? Remember, Not you're dating really. yourself. So if you get stressed out, what if no, your partner's like, like really I do. stressed? I think that um, I've put myself in enough uncomfortable situations that I, I deal with stress pretty good. Okay. To where I think most people in my shoes would lose their shit. Yeah. Like I just got served the lawsuit. Yeah. And I feel like most people would be like, <gasps> and so it was day. like, yeah, it was one mm -hmm. thing after another for me. And I'm like, another lawsuit <laughs> so just your I, typical tuesday yeah so i i feel like i'm i'm pretty good in stressful situations but i but dating someone that's not i think they would have a really tough time coming into my space mm. gotcha yeah that's a that's a good one all right yeah. here's a good one would you introduce yourself to your family yes okay Great with families. Yeah, good. Yeah. yeah. Uh, that's where I get nervous. Okay. Because I always feel like I'm judged based on my Instagram. They're so then, like, oh. <laughs> uh, I mean, I feel that too, 100%. Yeah. But confidence wise, you got it going into, you know, you got it. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I know who I am. Okay. And like, right. Yeah. yeah. So in that take, would you feel that way then too? Yeah. I feel like once people get to know me, they like me. But I do feel like a lot of times, like I'm prejudged based on what they see online or yeah. if they Google me. Okay. So if you're bringing yeah. someone into your family, then do you oh, feel the geez. same way for that then? For them? Cause for them? You, no. I mean, my family's fucking crazy. Right. It's like four Christmases. Okay. <laughs> if you've ever seen that movie. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I feel like they'll take one look at my family and be like, holy shit, what yeah. did I get myself into? <laughs> Which Just so. give them some warning. That's all you can do. Yeah. yeah. So. I love walking the family situation. I'm Ugh. like, just let's go. And it's my like, brothers mm -hmm. are just so intense that I'm like, I feel like I have to give Prep. a pre-warning. Yeah. Like, just watch out. Right. <laughs> Protect yourself. Yeah. Wear My a brother's cup. probably going to fucking tackle me <laughs> within the first five minutes. It's normal. Versus mm -hmm. <laughs> them going, what the fuck is it's wrong going with this on. family? Yeah. yeah. So I'm like, they're really aggressive and hands-on. Right. Oh, my God. All right. This is a good one for you girls, both, because I know you're like, I can already tell you personally. Um, how open to new things are you? I love trying new things. Okay. I love put, pushing myself outside my comfort zone. I feel like that's where all the growth mm -hmm. happens for sure. Yeah, 100%. Same? Yeah, same. Okay. Yeah, I love that too. And here's another one. Um, here we go. Separate time. What are your, what's your view on separate time? I love separate time. I think mm. um, my me time is really important, especially right. like first thing in the morning. I like my um, first, I call it my hour of power. So it's like no social media. Like, don't ask me a lot of questions. Let me have my coffee journal, set my intentions for the day. Yes. Okay. That's such a good morning routine. Yeah. Yeah. Same for you, Phoebe, then? On that? Um, yeah. Alone time is everything. Okay. Yeah. Great. So now turning it on the flip side now, you're okay with your, like your yes. mates. I learned the same that from Taylor. Oh, yeah. yeah I, I agree with that. Yeah. Okay. That's good. Um, another one too, that I want to ask you is what about, um, here's a really fun one. When you go out, do you share food? Are you I a do. sharer? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> you I, do. I usually like. Why are you both smiling? You're both like, yeah. 
Yeah. Because I, I like to have him order. Yeah. Because like mm-hmm. usually we'll go somewhere where like he knows the menu's really good mm-hmm. or whatever, and he'll just I'll be like, you pick. I love that. <laughs> I'm the same. Yeah. I'm like, yeah, just like if you, there's like whatever you want in there, order that and the other thing because I'll eat anything and everything. Yeah, same. So yeah, and I love trying me. new food, so I'm like, yeah, yeah. let's like get two and dishes. And then if he and... orders something, like I want to like eat his. Always. No mm-hmm. one's ever order them. That's good. I, yeah. I, I I like that. It's a good one. All right, and there's another one here. How about um, let's see. Sports or no sports? Are you both in the sports? And if you're dating yourself, would you want that person watching sports all the time? This is. I've dated both. Okay. So I've yeah. dated guys that are really into sports, like overboard, and then guys that watch completely no sports at all, which I thought was weird. But my last two relationships, they didn't watch any sports okay. at all. Okay. So but that means you're for your personal self, you as yourself, you're not in the sports. In I the used to though. be really into sports. Mm-hmm. But like I said, the last two guys that I dated pretty seriously were not. So now I'm not really on the whole like sports kick. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. What about you, Phoebe? Um, I-, I like sports. Like I grew up going to games with my mm-hmm. dad and my siblings. Um, so yeah, sports for sure. I'm okay. not like Monday night hard. football, baby. Yeah, yeah, yeah right. like I don't really give a shit to be honest. But like I like going going to games and okay, yeah, yeah. So e- everybody well. can have a like hobby. I had an okay, extreme good. where he was like really into college football and regular football. So football season, it was like every, like all day Saturday and all day Sunday was like football. Right. And that was like annoying to me. Okay. Well, so that, we and that's what I want to know because and I'm like, peace out. Yeah. Once again, remember this but then is you like, I'm going time. on a hike. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> if she takes the me time versus yeah. just yeah. something. Well, I like, would take weekends. Yeah. So yeah. Okay. <laughs> I'll be Bye. in New York. Yeah. <laughs> She's like, I'll be Catch gone all of football flip. season. Yeah. If you're in the college, I'm, I'll be no. back when the season's over. Yeah. But then he'd get pissed. He would be like, why are you going away? I'm like, Yo, you're watching football right. for the weekend. I'm going to go do me. So I don't want to sit around and watch football all freaking weekend. Right. Like, I don't mind watching a few games, but not all freaking day. Yeah. yeah. There's an ebb and a so. flow with that stuff. Yeah. I don't, I don't, That's I mean, like I a watch... compromise thing. Yeah. yeah. If anyone's too, like, obsessed with a particular hobby, it's like, it's weird. Right. You got to right? give up something, yeah. like, compromise. Like, it. stop wearing his jersey. <laughs> like, <laughs> 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 like you're a grown man yeah. and you're like cool in your own, but I yeah, call it, for me, like I call obsessed. it the golf theory. Like I, I, for myself, if I'm looking at a myself, like I could not date someone who actually played golf on a full Saturday. Cause it's, that's a full day of sports right oh my there. Gosh, you know yeah. what I mean? It's just like, I mean, you're going off every Saturday. That that's time that you might have together. That's just being thrown out there, and there's no compromise on that. Yeah, it's a tough one. A golf is a full day commitment. It, that's what mm-hmm. I'm saying. Yeah, right, it's right. not just like oh, one game or like yeah, like you're gone for half, hours. Like, yeah. You know? Oh my gosh. Mm-hmm. Yeah, my sister's husband plays golf all the time. Okay. All the time. Now she golfs with him. See, but that's she so joined like, in. Then her. that's great. Yeah. yeah. Right. Well, yeah. I don't want to be out there all day. Like no. I'll come drive the cart for the first like. <laughs> eight nine holes yeah. and then i'm out <laughs> like find me at the yeah find me yeah. at home yeah, yeah. i like a driving range driving ranges are fun yeah See, but that's quick fun. and easy yeah, like though. To- that's something i love, that's I love quick a top golf easy. night yeah. yeah oh my god i love top why golf not? by the way that's like that's a like good why place, can't though. it just be like four holes yeah mini golf <laughs> i don't play golf so yeah it's just it's too slow for me so it's like it's like baseball i can't watch that's too slow oh, um, i love I need, baseball do you but can you sit and watch it all day long yeah 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 okay i mean not all, I mean, not all day, but I'll watch a full yeah. game. I like, I like go, hey, babe, I, I got a, I got a double to header. Yeah. So fun. Yeah, I got a yeah. double header to watch today. Um, that's eight hours. Do you hours need a hot the... dog? 
<laughs> uh, I love hot dogs. Huh? I love hot dogs. Do you, well, will you eat it in a baseball game? Oh hell yeah! Yeah, me too. We I got a, so we got a great place that's opening dog. up. Hot dogs. Uh, Frankie Springs. <laughs> <laughs> Previous guests like I'm open up a hot dog stand. Yeah, so. but go yeah. Bryce Harper. By the way, we, we have to have you on the show. <laughs> oh my god, that'd be great for sure. I mean, so guys, this is what. So we're getting at just basically like think about that. If you could date yourself, then anything that you aren't into, like for instance, like. I need a tidy, clean house. If that person I'm dating is not clean and tidy, I can't date you. Mm-hmm. You know, that's something that I can't. I messy can, car. Oh, messy car. I can. I mean, I can deal with that for if they go, if they acknowledge the fact going, I'm sorry, I didn't clean my car. It's been a week. If they acknowledge it, I'm okay with that. Yeah, but, but if, what it's, if an it's ongoing, always messy, then that's like, like I you can't. have no. like, like hoarder status, no. like living yeah, out of your car, McDonald's yeah. trash yeah, everywhere. Yeah, there's trash in the back. Like uh, from fast food. Yeah, a clean no, kitchen gross. to me. That's like, like that's, every yeah. time you get out of the car, you should be removing the trash. Yeah, always. I mean, always. I tell them. Yeah, I tell everyone in my car that I'm like, uh, what's that on the floor? Pick that up when you walk out. Yeah. Don't leave it on my floor. Or change. I don't want your change in my cup holders. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> oh my God. What about um, bathrooms are a huge deal for me. So I do have some deal breaks. It's kind of silly though, but you know. Toilet I... paper under or over? Ooh, that's uh, a good one. Toilet yeah. paper over, baby. High five. Nice one. Yeah, yeah. I'm that's over too. Way. What are yeah. you, Travis? Uh, I'm over. Okay. Over. So you think about that when you put it on there. Yeah, I have to. Sometimes I trip myself up and I okay. have to undo it. And you guys, it. Yeah. if I go in someone's bathroom and the toilet paper is under, I flip it Me over. Too. I do too. Do like, you too? Yeah. I don't like secretly be like, oh, it's bad luck. Like I have to flip it for them and it's so going to give funny. them good luck somehow. So my girlfriend is under like and by the way she's she's neither or she just doesn't why. she just puts it on there and just yeah goes. no preference and i'm like so i have to go in behind never say anything i'm just like i just flip do it. it i just yeah, flip I, don't it. I don't say anything, say anything. Yeah. sometimes i think she flips it back on purpose though <laughs> no now. one's gonna know yeah how will they know oh what about what about power to the people who do it vertically where it's just like vertical and you just oh on the side pillar well i i think that's i've never seen that no i feel like that's someone who just have the space to put a ring on the thing or whatever that's just people who just you know have that five that five what is it the five toilet ringer yeah i know and they yeah and they don't actually you know what i'd be worried about the toilet paper dropped on the floor and then they just put it there like how do i know if this rolled on the floor you this mean like, oh, like you mean they didn't goes. put it back on the, uh, on the Well, you know spool? how it just sits in the thing? So I won't even u- touch right. that toilet paper because I'm like, maybe it like fell on the floor and then they just put it there and. Right. Yeah, that's, I'm really that's weird. a little looking into things too much. I, I might do that at your house just because. What about no, when don't. people just put a full roll on top of an empty roll? Straight so lazy. Yeah. I don't like it. You're out. <laughs> <laughs> but guys, what if it's a complicated thing that you can't open? You know, some of those things are very complicated <laughs> to open. Not saying Guys, that I would do that. Guys, what if they're fresh out of toilet paper? What are you going to do? <laughs> <laughs> okay, toilets. Well, this is for me. Toilet seat up or down. I have to. I'm a. I'm a good guy. I put the toilet seat down all the time. Like I can, even if I walk the bathroom and it's up, mm. I will kick the toilet seat down even though it's not my bathroom. So I just cannot stand a toilet seat up. I think because it's gross. I don't, you know what it is it for me? It just looks ugly. Because if yeah. I'm leaving that bathroom, I don't want someone to presume that I was the one that left it open. Mm-hmm. So I always make sure I close it no matter what. I'm it could really... be in the grossest fucking grossest nasty ass bathroom. I am closing that toilet seat because mm. I'm the la- I'm the next one leaving, yeah. and someone's walking in, and they're gonna think that I was the idiot who left it, the nasty ass who did it. Mm-hmm. Not that person. I know. Yeah, that's a big deal mm-hmm. for me. Yeah. All right, what's next? <laughs> <laughs> Enough about toilets. Kicking the ice or not kicking it? No, I'm kidding. <laughs> oh my god! Oh my god! She proposed to me one time. She goes, Chris, she goes, if there's ice on the floor, would you kick it or leave it? Like, you know, when you get ice and sometimes a cube drops on the floor, like, do you pick it up or do you kick it? Like kick it under the fridge? Yeah. Depends on if there's a dog around. 
Oh, there's a dog around. I'll be like, get the ice. Yeah. that. Then they, okay. then the, then yeah. the dog well, will that's just lazy, Phoebe. Otherwise, I'll pick it up and like just throw it in the sink and let it melt. Yeah. In there. yeah. If it's you, if it's someone else's house, though, do you pick it up? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I'm very like aware of other people's houses and the way other people like their space. Yeah. Yeah. So like, I will like do someone's dishes for them at their house. And, I like, appreciate Make that. sure it's like. Yeah. W- I, I like to that. like leave it but nicer than when I came. Yeah. Type right. of thing. I appreciate that as well. So I like it. Uh, when bed I was maker? at Chris's house, I kicked the cube under the fridge. <laughs> <laughs> but at my house, I pick it up. <laughs> do you make your bed or not make your bed? I do make my bed. Yay. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You make your bed really well. I too. make my bed every day and I even make the beds when I stay in hotels. Oh, do you oh. really? You know what? I have mm-hmm. to confess. If I'm by yeah. myself, I actually make the bed at my hotel as well. I do mm-hmm. do that, by the way. Yeah. I mean, it's not yeah. perfect, but I at least like yeah, pull, pull the, the covers. covers I yeah. do that. I didn't even tidy. think about yeah. that. Wow. It's a habit. Yeah, I knew it's a you habit did. Too. I, d- I, I picked that. him up one time because I was running behind. Mm-hmm. And we came to studio. We had like a couple episodes that day. And I was like, you know what? I didn't make my bed. Can we go home so I can make my bed? And he was like, what? And I'm like, it's really bothering me. Yeah. He's like, all right. So we literally went to my house so I can make my bed. Yeah. I think about stuff like that. You know, that situation when you pass something by, like if you see like, for instance, like, you know, like there's, you're doing laundry maybe later that day and you order, you throw on the floor or something and you pass it by enough times you go, I, I just can't leave it. I can't yeah, leave yeah, it. Like it if up. I pass an unmade bed, I have to make the bed. Mm-hmm. It's weird. Yeah. So does Jamie leave her dirty clothes on the floor? No, she does not. Yeah. Do you leave your dirty clothes on the floor? Uh, I really try not to. I mean, I have a hamper, but if like yeah. my hamper's has clean laundry because I'm doing laundry, then yeah. Right. Yeah. Or a long I'll night have, out. Like, a I'll like, to touch. Yeah. 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 Or a yeah. frisky night out. I'm like clothes all over the floor. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't give Panties. a shit. <laughs> yeah. On the lamp shit. and everything. All right, guys. Uh, what else would we want to ask Phoebe today? Phoebe, you've been amazing, by the way. Yeah. You've been, you've been you. a great, fun guest today. So um, what do you have going on for you right now? I know you just shot a commercial, by the way, and things like that. So what's what's going on in Phoebe's future, mm-hmm. near near future? Yeah. Present. Um, things are exciting mm-hmm. and picking up. So I, I'm based in San Diego, but I've been going to L.A. a bunch lately. Um, which is super exciting going on meetings. Um, I met with a modeling agency yesterday actually, and they offered me a contract. Nice. Congratulations. Thank you. So I'm still like going over all of that process. So I'm not going to name names or anything yet, but it's just really exciting. Like I feel like I'm finally starting to get established not only in San Diego, but crossing over into LA, which like, obviously that's where all the work is. Mm -hmm. Um, and then I do sing. So I'm going to start venturing into recording music i'm nice. super excited that. for that she just met with my manager the other day and they got along oh. really well yes so I'm and now i'm i'm shout working michelle yeah now we share a manager shout out michelle yeah Love you. shout out she will steer down the right path um i feel like you know it's funny like um just sitting with you and, and knowing you over these past weeks like i feel like you're like that star in the making where things are going to start really taking off for you so congratulations thank you yeah, you have a thank really so good much. future ahead of yourself so i love that yeah. did you walk in swim week in um <clears throat> miami or were you in la I, I did both oh good yeah okay who'd you walk for um i walked for it was through art hearts fashion okay um at, in la i walked for seven designers um, and then in Miami, I walked for three. Um, have you heard of Bikini Beach, Australia? Mm-mm. Remnant Bikinis, um, Bellaria. Bellaria. Uh-huh. Um, my goodness. There were a lot. Shop, uh, my Club was one. Mr. Triple X. Okay. Um, yeah, there was quite a few. Yeah, usually you go and you have like three 
on board and then you'll pick up a few more. Yeah, there. yeah, yeah, exactly. So mm. what are you doing over there? I am checking out. Our question out. of the day. No, I'm just making sure I don't <laughs> like overlap questions. So. All right, guys, we're getting to our question today. Phoebe, you're the first one that has to answer this one. So um, this is a good one here. Um, it's kind of strange, but I'll have to do this one. Longtime <laughs> listener and fan of the show. You guys always seem to come up with the great answers to the questions part of the show. So here's a good one for you. I've been seeing a married guy for like four months now, and he's told me he's not leaving his wife. He's got a three-year-old kid, and guess what? I'm the nanny. Yes, I know, cliche and all, but I really do like the situation. I'm not looking for anything out of it except sex and an occasional night out. Before Now, before you burn me at the stake, if this stays under the radar and we both have no issues with this, in your opinion, how long do you think I can ride this wave? Woo! All right. I'm the one answering this? Yeah, I'm sorry. I don't um, even look up. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're just like doodling. Um, honestly, I mean... Depending how your morals are, you can write it out as long as you suppress that shit. But right. eventually, I think karma will catch up to you. And like when you're dealing with a married man who also has kids and you're involved in both of their lives, the kids are going to find out and, and, yeah. and tell on you in one way or another, depending right. on how old the kids are. But like it's going to come out. It's just the way the world works. Bad, it's bad karma. Right. Yeah. Go ahead. Ah, uh, well, well see what your um, take is on normally this, I'm like a fan of everyone's question, but I, I cannot condone this one. I'm no. sorry. It's like, it's a tough one, girl. It's like you have, you're the nanny for the three and you're hanging out with the husband. Um, like Phoebe said, it's going to catch with you because the kid's going to blurt something out one day. Mommy, I saw daddy kissing Santa Claus, whatever the fuck it is. It's right. like, something's going to come out. And like I said, if whatever your morals take you through this, let them just continue to take you through it. But I don't know what to yeah, say on this one. Really. It's like a stab to the gut. Yeah. Really? Like, kind of where's your integrity right. bad form yeah. on the guy too for even like but i mean once again it's he's a guy so i mean yeah. i'm like i would ride that wave myself honestly would you I... tell if you knew me yeah wait knew if i was a friend like of his if it or... was like a neighbor and you knew what was going on would you tell not as wife? a neighbor i don't know i don't know them well enough to even get in the business so but unless i, mean, I was if like like friends you hang out with them like yes you I... would tell yeah i don't know i say excuse me i don't i don't know this is uh... a tough one it's such you know? a sensitive topic a because there's kids topic. involved yeah. too. I mean, she's four months has been going she's, on. She's, she's, I mean, I hate this word, but she like that's homewrecker activity yeah. right there. Right, right. Literally wrecking. And I'm assuming family. she said it's just for sex. Right. So maybe she's not looking to like steal the man, but I mean, I'm I not. I'm not condoning anything. I actually left a note on my neighbor's car because I. I, there was like a similar situation going on mm -hmm. and I just feel like if I was that woman like I would want to know and I felt like there were a lot of people that knew and I felt really mm -hmm. bad for her so I left a note on her car wow okay good for you when honestly. she was at work yeah. was it anonymous it was an anom anonymous like Jersey Shore style yeah well I don't <laughs> yeah. Watch that, but yeah I left a note but to this day um they were a neighbor and they're still together Wow. Like with the kids. So she, so it's like kind of one of those things where you just never know how it's going to go. And I feel like if I would have went to her, like I would have been the bad guy. Mm. That's true. But yeah. then again, I just always think like in an empathetic way, like would I want to know? And I knew that I wanted to know. So it wasn't a secret that I wanted to continue to keep. So it was more for myself, like to release that yes. energy. Yes. And, yeah. Like letting it go. Like I kind of did my part and you do with it what you want. Mm -hmm. Okay. Wow. Yeah. That's, that's like, it's a tough one. And I'm, I'm, and I don't really want to say this, but I'm going to say this. I feel like she's young. 
anyways for mm -hmm. this to happen because um it's eventually like i said those feelings are probably going to change to something else down the road probably if this continues yeah. as well so um just just do you girl and just make the right decision <laughs> um just you be know, careful like if, clearly yeah. he's a fertile man so like oh, protect yourself good point yeah mm -hmm. so and uh you know just I guess ride that wave. That's what you're gonna do, but it ain't coming. She's we don't condone it. it. <laughs> she, she, no. she I think is this is the first it. question we ever got that was just kind of like it sounds like such a made up story, but it's just like no, shit. this is like this happens a lot. Mm -hmm. Okay, all right. Yeah. Well, thank you for answering that one, Phoebe. Mm -hmm. Thank you very much. All right, guys. We thank are you gonna, so much yeah. for joining us thank today. You. And where can yeah, we plug? Like, fun. what do you like? Tell us where we can find you. Yeah, so on Instagram and on TikTok, I am at flexing Phoebs. Do you want me to spell it or is it going to be across the screen? It's across it's the right screen there. now. Okay. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah, baby. There it is. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Um, Flexing Phoebes. And then I also have a website and a blog. It's www.flexingphoebes.com. And right. watch Cosmic Love on Prime Video and watch me get pissed off at a lot of boys. Yeah, you got to <laughs> watch the show, guys. Friends I mean, rather it's like, whether it's just, you got to just make your own opinion. Are they it. doing another um, season? I honestly have no idea. I don't know. Yeah. We didn't even get like a reunion. So, okay. I'm not sure. Okay. All right. All right. Well, and what do you uh, have to plug today, Jamie? Uh, shout out to Imperium Roots. Um, they make the best CBD and howitzer for always taking care of us. So. Nice. All right, guys. And you can find us at Dating Intelligence on social media. And my personal is at Fetch Sport. And once again, another great show. Phoebe, thanks so much for joining the show. Thank you, All right, guys. guys we are out. Thanks, Travis. Thank <laughs> you.